0: Very well. Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM, Hills Radio of course and you're with Anita and Mike.
1: We're doing a big lap special today.
0: Can we go now? (laughs) Uh,
1: No. Oh, okay. So we're inspiring you to get your four-wheel drive packed and head off around Mm -hmm. this magnificent country of of ours. So we'll be talking about where to go, for how long, what to do with the house. I mean, rent it, get some house sitters in, camping accommodation options, what vehicle. And we're talking to some travellers themselves, Mel and Ped Francis from Brisbane about about their travels. They've
0: been travelling for a while now already and they've also got their little daughter Chloe in tow. So that's going to be quite interesting to see how they're going, what what sort of uh, hiccups they've run into and where some of their favourite places are, where they're going to go and blah, 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 blah. There's so many many different things you can talk about and see and do. The
1: list is endless, isn't it? And if you like something that you hear about on today's show, why not check out our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia 88.9, and we'll have some links on there later today.
0: Yeah, or if not, if you'd like to hear something or find out about some information, uh, why not put a post on there as well and say... Oh, look, I've always wanted to know about, say, a campsite along the Murray River or what was it like in Western Australia and why is Cape York so far away (laughs) and what's so popular about Cape York? Anything. Nothing's too out of the ordinary. We can always try our best to answer or talk about it.
1: That's it. Or find someone who does know.
0: That's right. So let's get into a bit of music. One of my favourite songs from last year, bit of Empire of the Sun and High and Low.
1: G'day, it's Cosy here from Channel 9 South Aussie with cozy You're tuned in, and rightly so, to 88.9 FM Hills Radio, the voice of the hills.
0: To Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9
1: FM Hills Radio. And uh, we have a big lap special today. So we're talking about doing that big trip and... Uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk about first is where to go, so and in which direction, because yeah. there there is this common oh. thought that <laughs> when you go around Australia, that you should go and travel in relation to the taking into consideration climatic conditions, yes. and it's it's believed that you should go anti-clockwise around so Australia, yes, yeah, yep. to make the most of this now. Depending on the time of the year that you want to go, it will it may be driven by by the season. Well,
0: when you leave, mm. what time of the year you leave, and then where you want to be at certain times too. It's, that's
1: it. So, so which
0: way did we go, Mike?
1: We went clockwise. clockwise.
0: <laughs> so we went from Melbourne, Adelaide, and then right across the Nullarbor up Western Australia up to, we actually came from the Gib River Road down to the centre of Australia. Yep. And then we crossed Simpson Desert. Then we went right back up to Darwin and again Kakadu, Litchfield.
1: Across the Savannah Way.
0: Right over to Cape York. Yep. And then all the way down to yep. Melbourne again. And, and we did
1: the East Coast. And then we did the High Country of New yeah. South Wales and Victoria.
0: But we made sure we stuck to the coast because uh, you can always do the guts another time. <laughs> yep. But the outside was just so pretty and
1: amazing. We were driven and in some respects um, put out a little bit by some work commitments that we had along the way. So yeah. we encourage people to really think carefully about those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, try not to have any commitments or itinerary, like a strict itinerary. You can certainly do an itinerary of where to go, what to see, what to do but try not to give yourself, like, as in a...
1: Limitations. Yeah,
0: got to be there that day, got to be there that day, got to go there then. Yep. Because if you go somewhere and you love it, like we did up in El Cuestro in, in the Kimberley, we stayed for longer. But there's other places we went to, well, it wasn't really, but when we got stuck in Geraldton for a month, wow, that was really boring.
1: <laughs> it was a real test.
0: But that was because our car broke down. You got to factor those things in too, don't
1: you? Yep, emergency, extra costs. So, in terms of where to go, how would you prepare for such a trip? I mean, Australia is so vast. Uh. How would you do your research? I mean, what, what did you do, Anita? Well,
0: we spoke to a few friends. Uh, it was actually a couple of friends that went around Australia with their two daughters, mm-hmm. and they were our main inspiration, I reckon. And we actually got a copy of their itinerary and worked from that, yep. because that we were very similar, similar sort of people, similar, similar interests, yeah. And then along the way, of course, you meet people and talk to people about where they've gone, where they're going to. Mm-hmm. But then what one person likes, another person doesn't really like. Yep. And vice versa. We did a lot of research in books, magazines. Adventure
1: journals. Yeah. Every time you read something in a, in a camper trailer magazine or similar, we would cut those things out it in our scrapbook
0: yes we had a big scrapbook
1: oh we did we we still do
0: (laughs) and then also TV shows we watched like Pat Callan uh the Leyland Brothers Mm -hmm. yes the Leyland Brothers they were our main inspiration actually weren't they
1: yeah from a young kid I mean there was nothing better than sitting down on a was that on Saturday night or Sunday afternoon yes Anyway, with the family, with your mum and dad.
0: <laughs> hey, mum. Watching the Leyland brothers travel all over the countryside. Yeah, and they're all
1: And I guess the other main thing to consider when planning a trip is the wet season up oh, north. Yep. Because you can't really get around too much when, it's, when the roads are closed. So yeah. back in 2011, uh, it was the wettest year on record in the Kimberley which has only been beaten by this year. (laughs) (laughs) And we were up at, I think, the Pentecost River and the Durack River and we weren't able to cross. Mm. Uh, There were a a number of national parks that were closed down at that time. We didn't get into Mitchell, Mitchell Plateau.
0: Or right up to Cullumbaroo, wasn't it?
1: Bell River Gorge, so... Mm. You need to factor those things in. And the wet season is roughly between November and April.
0: Mm, but, uh, but doing the research. Research, yeah. research, research.
1: Get that scrapbook happening, yeah. that's all I can say.
0: Yeah, and the list. And another thing is, is well, a lot of people are probably saying, no, nah, it's never going to happen. I always want to do it, but I'm never going to go. It's just a dream. Make that dream happen. We always thought, nah. Take action. Well, we wouldn't do it. We were seeing everyone else go, but... We ended up having so many friends getting ill, passing away, and we thought, work—it's just work. Mm-hmm. Can't can't let work rule our life. So we don't have children. So we decided to—that's it. Let's go. So we decided then and there.
1: That's what we did. We just
0: we're going. So we spoke to our bosses. They went, "You're mad. You're stupid. Wrong idea. You got you've got this.
1: You've got rocks in your heads. Focus yeah. on your career.
0: What are you thinking?" <laughs> You're silly to throw away a career, corporate careers like that, but no, it's not the most important thing in your life. The important thing is is you've got to live your life. Go out and do what you want to do. There's always work on the road. You can always plan to what you do with your house or whatever, which we'll talk about later, your vehicle and things like that.
1: Just do it. That's it. So what have we got next? Well,
0: we've got another song. Do you remember Dean Ray back from... Uh, What was that show called? Was it X Factor?
1: Did he have nicely combed over hair?
0: Uh, No, he had a bit of a messy, messy hair look. Uh But he was the one that was dressed really well and he was the cool man, Dean Ray. So what have you got from Dean Ray? Coming back.
2: I'm Mel Webb and you're listening to Hills Radio 88.9 FM. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get
3: that, mate? I bought it from the Dirt Off-Road Campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The Dirt Off-Road Campers, about 26 by Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself.
2: The Dirt Off-Road Campers. Check out the dirt for wd.com.au. Hills radio sponsor.
0: You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 Hills FM with Anita and Mike.
1: And we're doing a big lap special this morning, that's right, we're talking about travelling around this fantastic country of all, of ours. I mean, yes. why the hell would you want to go overseas when oh. we've got so much on, on offer here?
0: I'll stay here, thank you.
1: <laughs> so we want to delve into, very quickly, about how long to go for your trip. Now, it really does depend how much real estate you want to cover because yep. you're not going to be able to do a big lap in three months. Yep. So, not
0: really. No. It's too quick. It's not enough time, is
1: it? I mean, we roughly spent 12 months on the road. Yep. We were able to do pretty much the whole way, whole way around. Uh, we went inland to the Pilbara, the Kimberley. Uh, we did the top end, across the top. And Cape York and the Simpson and a few bits in the middle as well. And so that we got was
0: a, a year, but we still didn't really see everything, yeah, did we?
1: Yeah, we sort of scratched the surface. Mm. We'd done a lot of travelling before, but this was just uh, in the best words, and it's a bit of a corny word, but it was <laughs> an epic trip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it was. It was
1: really special. So... Some of the options that you can choose to really make the most of your time on the road is you can choose to, if you've been in a job for a long period of time, you could uh, take some long service leave, mm. maybe take it on half pay so you can double the amount of time away. Yep you might be able to take a career break. Mm. So some companies allow you to take a week, uh, a week, yeah, that's going to get you fast. <laughs> but a year off work to yep. be able to, you know, get things. If you've got a burning desire to, to do this, a company might recognise your worth to give you that year off so that you can come back more energised and mm. excited and really uh, be able to give your best to your employer. Yep. But you kind of really need six months, I think, uh, yeah, minimum yeah, six yeah. months. Yes. But again, you don't have to do the big lap. You no. might choose to do a section of it and leave part two for another time. Mm, so that's
0: right. So if you have planned this, what's the next step? If you're ready to go, you've made that commitment. You've you've got that career break, or you've quit your job.
1: And it may not be for six months or so. Let's just assume you've done considerable planning, you know, where you're going, where you want to stay, or, you know, at least a loose itinerary. One of the key things for most people is to work out what to do with their house. Ah. And it's not as easy as just renting it out to no. someone. I mean, <laughs> a renter will generally have their own, their own furniture, so that means yep. the job of packing up furniture is massive. You, oh. you just can't underestimate the amount of effort involved to really do that no and for what just reflecting on our own experience uh-huh. uh if i were to do it again i would forget about the the rent that came in because it's really offset by storage costs largely anyway and just get a house sitter t- to come in because at least they can mind your pets water your garden yeah those sorts of things yep. that really was a what were your thoughts
0: on uh, that? That was hard because we did try to rent out our house fully furnished, yep. but it just didn't work. No-one wanted it. No, uh, like you said, everyone had their own stuff. And I did look into house sitters, but again, who do you trust? Who mm. Who do you get to come into your house and look after your stuff?
1: And your dearly beloved pets, I mean, as much as we would have loved to take our little puppy, Mika, around Australia Mm -hmm. with us, the reality is that the best parts of Australia are national parks and you can't take your pets into national parks.
0: No, no. And the other thing was, was that uh, if we do, um, if you find someone to house sit, say a friend of a friend that's been a house sitter, you know of them, that could always be a good thing. And, and the idea is is that they pay for the amenities, yes. what they use, yep. uh, utilities, I mean.
1: Electricity and the like, phone, yeah. so yep, they're not ringing is, India every day.
0: No, <laughs> which is fair enough. Making
1: up a massive bill.
0: And then they get to use your house for nothing and, as long as they look after your pets and plants. So yep. uh, that was a huge thing. And packing up and unpacking was a real pain in the...
1: ass Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance, I think, is another thing that uh, a lot of people don't consider. Um, if your premises is left un- unattended, for want of, want of a better oh, word, yes. that uh, you are required to let your insurance company know. So,
0: Gee, don't think of that, do you?
1: No, well, mm. you wouldn't.
0: No, there's all this fine print in insurances and things like that, so that's another thing you got to remember when you're... Get ready for your big lap.
1: As part of the planning.
0: Yep. What's next on the list?
1: Well, how about a song?
0: Uh, we might just go next to your vehicle, if we can, because we've got Pat and Mel on next soon. So let's just
1: uh, why why don't we do a song just to break it up a bit?
0: All right, we'll do it. Let's go into another song. A bit of Lee Kernigan and Outback Reunion. And we'll be back soon with our guest speakers. A bit of pineapple head, and I'll have to call myself pineapple head, by Crowded House. Before that, we had Lee Kernigan with the Outback Club Reunion. You're listening to 88.9 Hills Radio. And, of course, Adventure Before Dementia here uh, until
1: 9 o'clock this morning. And we have our Big Lap special today with special guests today all the way from Brisbane, Ped and Mel Francis. Just a brief introduction to these guys. They sold their house and business to hit the road uh, with their young daughter, Chloe. Good morning, guys. Hey,
3: how are you? Good morning, everyone.
1: Hi, how are you? We're
3: super well. Super,
1: super. Thank you for joining us on the program this Mm. morning. Could you maybe just start off by telling us what was the driver for you guys to sell your house and your business to well, hit the road?
3: Well, 10 years ago, well, probably 11 now, we went to Cape York, and that was sort of our first off-road adventure, wasn't it, honey? Yeah, yeah, it well, was. Okay. And we made a promise to each other that before we kind of got dementia, <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to travel a travel our beautiful country and 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 just everyone else has seen Australia Um, all the backpackers come here and they've all seen our beautiful country and all we could manage was like a few weeks here and there every year Mm -hmm. and uh, it just wasn't quite the right time 10 years ago and then um probably about September 2015 we decided that we um, weren't Peter wasn't so happy with his business and what he, he loved his job but we got to a point where we were like we need a break, we've been working mm-hmm. for 20 years we, we just we were ready and so we decided how are we going to fund this and sometimes I think financial is the overwhelming part for a lot of people mm. and I sort of say it will happen, if you have a really strong desire to travel Australia it, the, the money will come and for us we sort of worked out well do we want to be in the business in five years time and the answer was no do we want to even be in the business in a year's time and the answer was sort of no so we thought well let's sell the business we'll use that as our money to go around australia um we sold our house because um we didn't want to come back to it anyway mm-hmm. um, some people like to keep their house and rent it out or do whatever they want to do with it but for us we didn't want to return to where we were um, so we decided to sell everything, and that was incredible. Like, over the, a three-month period, I must have been on Facebook, buy, swap, sell, every single day buy. <laughs> and um, to get rid of 40 years of your life, mm. like, my life and Petter's life was oh, huge. Yeah. And we ended up with about three boxes that stayed at my parents'. Um, only they, three? My, wow. Yeah, yeah, only about three boxes. And yeah. then my husband had his tools which stayed at his dad's. And everything else went, except for what we could fit in twelve square meters in our caravan. Mm-hmm. And Amazing. and it was the most. Even though it, you were like in a pressure cooker in those three months, and mm-hmm. anyone who's done it knows you're just trying to go. Do I keep that? Do I get rid of it? Mm-hmm. The biggest process going through that, but yeah. it's also liberating because you you don't have all this stuff anymore. So yeah, um, we sold everything and we um, set off into the sunset. And how long ago was that now?
2: That was Easter last year. Yeah, Easter. Our business business settled the week after Easter, actually. So we had Easter as a practice in the van because we actually hadn't used the van. So we we, uh, went away for a couple of days up to the beach in the van to get used to putting the awning out, which which took me like an hour to work out. (laughs) And, um, uh, And then we came back. Um, the business settled, the business settled and, we and, and we literally, I think it was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, hooked the, hooked the car and the <laughs> van and started driving out of Mackay. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Amazing. You now, guys, I see that in some of your photos on Facebook that uh, you have the um, the phrase, this is our Australia emblazoned across your vehicle. What's that all about?
2: Yes. Well, this is our Australia. When I was busy working and had been working for the last few years in my business and working in mining, um, I was—I used to, like, I guess, have this romantic um, fantasy about constantly travelling. Mm-hmm. And I got into watching uh, blogs on Facebook, travel blogs.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and I do remember actually watching you guys um, when you did your trip to Mexico.
0: Ooh. it didn't put you
2: off, that's good <laughs> No, 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 no and, um, and I, was, I, I was also into sailing as well I was watching a lot of sailing blogs and, and that's all I do, I'd come home from work exhausted and I'd sit there and follow everyone else's travel wow. and, Dreaming uh, of his own uh, so I
0: absolutely.
2: started following, following Warwick and Fab at that time, I, I didn't, had no idea who they were uh, They I, I just found This is Our Australian on Facebook and uh and I saw them, you know, buying their caravan and their car and getting set up, and over the weeks, watching them anyway. About three, four months into their trip, uh, they had a mechanical problem. I contacted them on, on Facebook to give them some tips, and basically they asked if they could bring me, and we had a chat, and I saw them out on the side of the road and got them, got them going. It was only like a fuel filter issue. It wasn't oh, a big deal. Wow. wow. And, um, anyway, we sort of kept in contact, and, um, and once they sort of finished travelling... I sort of said, you know what, you guys inspired me. I've decided I'm going to sell my business. We're going to sell our house oh. and keep going. Oh, yeah. And they basically invited us down to 70 for the weekend. Um, and uh, we sort of packed up and went down to meet them. And, um, and they sort of said, look, we've sort of stopped travelling now. Do you want to take over? This is our oh. So we were like, oh, OK. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Uh, what do we do? What do we do with that? And um, <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it, Warwick and Fab are amazing. Fab, Fab's into, into tourism, into tourism guru, and she said, you know, this is a a great blog, and we've got it started. We'd love to see it keep on going, and it's got wonderful followers that are that love seeing Australia as well and they mm. like to be inspired. So. Yeah, we just sort of they just handed the reins over to us, and and away we away we went with it. It was it was quite simple and straightforward. Actually, it was really good.
0: <laughs> Fantastic! What a great way to go.
2: Yeah, we've we've got lots of followers now, so I think we're up around twenty four, twenty five. Really.
0: 25,000! Yeah. Woohoo!
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, amazing. it's it's, it's Amazing. Really, it's really wonderful. We've met so many great people. It's, oh. it's so bizarre to be driving on the highway and you pull up on the side of the road for morning tea and then people pull up and go, oh, I follow you guys. Oh, it's that's like, fantastic. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's amazing. Social
0: and, and media just works so much better now than what it was when we were travelling because it was all sort of a bit newish then, but now, yeah, yeah, every, now everyone's doing it and it's yeah. like the thing to do.
3: And we just love inspiring other people to get out there. It's just so good for your family and for your mental health. Like, even after nearly a year on the road, we just feel so refreshed. Like, we feel like we've got ourselves back.
2: Yes. Yep.
1: We might roll into a song, guys, but please hold on to the line as we want to talk to you more when we, when we come back. No worries. sure. Ah, Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that,
3: mate? I bought it from the Dirt Off-Road Campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are
2: they, mate? The
3: Dirt Off-Road Campers, about 26 by Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the Dirt...
2: Yourself. The dirt off-road campus. Check out the dirt4wd.com.au. Hills Radio sponsor.
0: Listening to Adventure Before Dementia with Mike and Anita.
1: And this morning we're talking to Mel and Ped Francis about their big lap of Australia, which they started last year. Guys, tell us a little bit about what your rough itinerary was when you started.
3: Um, Well, first of all, we wanted to go down to the Sunshine Coast because we had a newborn nephew to visit, so we were in Mackay when we left, Um, so we came down here and and caught up with some family and and then our plan was to, we like to be in the warm, so to head north for winter up to Darwin. So yep. we did a tour of the Banana Shire, and we went to Gladstone and um, Fraser Coast, and, and kind of worked our way back up the Sundays, up to Townsville. We went out to Cobalt Gorge, up to the Gulf Carpenteria, down to Adele's Grove and Gregory River, yep. and then all oh, and they were just amazing. Uh, just up those places. Have you guys been there? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we went up to Darwin and out to Kakadu and mm. um, over to Western Australia to El Questro and Cib River, um, and then came back down to Ayers Rock and Alice Springs, and um, and then we sort of came back to the coast again um, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. and now we're sort of our plan is we're we're just stopping for a few months on the Sunshine Coast to earn some money, put some money back in. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And uh, and then we'll head south again, and go all the way down, um, Victoria, well, New South Wales, South Australia, Victoria, um, and come up Western Australia, up the other side.
1: Uh-huh. Awesome. Now, Ped, you're a mechanic. Did you encounter any mechanical challenges so far? Uh, we've
2: had a, a few little things, nothing, nothing major. Um, you know, you can always try and be prepared as you can, but there are just things that just, uh, just happen. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really have a lot of issues with the, the caravan, uh, really. It was, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the car, the same with the car. The car was actually really good. We, we did all the normal preparations that that anyone would would do undertaking a trip like this, with you know, suspension upgrade, tires, and. And etc and making sure everything mechanically was good mm-hmm. um we we only big problem we had is we had a we have failed turbo it's just one of those things that just Eesh. happen It just 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 happens it's just 60
3: k's you know. outside of darwin yeah it was, oh. actually,
2: it was quite convenient we, we cool. could
1: have
3: oh that's all right It's something here <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've come Ooh. to get your pet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Start running. <laughs> I was in hundred and thirty zone that
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> it's speeding again. Oh no. Oh
2: so, I... yeah, the, the turbo's life in the car and, and that just put us put us off the road for a while waiting for a, a turbo charger, but we had some great great people in um, in Darwin helping us out and got it back on the road and uh, you know, that sort of chewed into a little bit of money in the account but mm. um, as it does, you just got to be prepared
1: for these things. But uh, we got going again in no time, so yeah. Oh, that's yep. good. Excellent. <laughs> so let's move on to trip highlights. Was there any spots that really like, you know, oh. something that comes to mind immediately oh, that really yes. etched itself into your memories?
3: Uh, I, I've got two, my two ones that I... Uh, there were so many, you just don't even know where to start. We had a bucket list. In fact, I'm just about to put on our Facebook page our bucket list. Oh, good. We've got so many things on our bucket list. Excellent. But one thing that will be etched in my memory was we were at the Gulf and um, we did, uh, I think it was uh, some crab and crop tour, and we went out to a uh, sand cave that had hundreds of pelicans on it Oh. And we had beautiful champagne and fresh mud crab and fresh oh. corn. And watched Man,
1: that's bragging.
3: <laughs> and watched the sun set over the ocean. Like Because when you're at the Gulf, the sun sets over the ocean, which mm-hmm. not where from a kite doesn't set over the ocean. Oh, yes. Um, so we watched the sunset over the ocean. And the mm. pelicans didn't fly off. They were happy for us to be on there. Nk Island, mm. and had beautiful drinks, and Chloe. Uh, we took Chloe, and she was running around after Telogen. Oh, wow! And it was just beautiful. That's, um That sounds that amazing. Was, that was, that was first, I think will be forever with me. And then the other one for me was Earth Rock. Like mm-hmm. you are driving to town, girl, oh, yeah, there's Air's Rock. But when you get up close to it, it's just like, oh my goodness, it's like a moon rock. <laughs> Oh, it's
2: the desert. It's pretty big. It was it was mesmerising. You couldn't take your eyes off it. No. And I, yeah, it was amazing. And we we're very lucky. There's would had a lot of rain oh. um, last year when we were there. It, it, it actually bucketed so down when we were in Alice Springs, and the whole of inland Australia valley. was just alive. Wow, oh, like,
0: well, you just had the perfect setting. Yeah,
2: and, it was beautiful. Oh, it was yeah. really, it was really something. Yeah. Um, it's what we, um, Gregory, Gregory River Camp on the, uh, on the river there at Gregory Downs, uh, just behind the pub there is a yeah. the fantastic camp that's there. Um,
3: and we find free camps are more um, sociable. Oh, like, okay. Quite often, like, someone said to me, oh, aren't you petrified that you're going to get murdered when you're in <laughs> and we're like, no, it's actually the opposite. Yeah. quite often in a free camp, there's, you don't have technology, yep. so usually have phone range. So everyone's more sociable. Isn't that amazing? Um, amazing how that's... I remember Tedder went down Gregory River for a little swim and this lady comes out, would you like some muffins, darling? <laughs>
2: I literally went for a swim, it should have taken 10 minutes, and I got to the first caravan 50 metres away and stopped for muffins. Yep. And I, I kid you not, I got another 50 metres down and stopped for tea and scones. <laughs> And then by the time i got 100 metres down the river, I was having beer and, and uh, chips or something with another couple. And it was two hours
3: later
0: and I'm like, where were you? <laughs> it wasn't swimming. He was eating and drinking and socialising. It, it
3: was great. It was the happiest I'd been in a long time.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing.
1: So, guys, you're obviously going to kick off it again later this year, but uh, if you were to do the sort of planning process all over again or to start from scratch is there anything you'd change with your approach
3: no no we were one one thing we will say is the more comfortable and obviously it's all got to do with budget and we say you know get out there no matter what you can afford like don't let money be a barrier yeah Mm -hmm. but if you can afford like because we've got a family having a full-size van was so much easier for us yep. just having air conditioning and mm-hmm. on dust I could pull Chloe inside and start making dinner turn on the air con and you know we did stay in caravan parks a bit just because of you know she was three and mm-hmm. it was quite hot mm. and we did sort of those I guess those luxuries just make it easier to live in yes. full time yep. and because in our caravan full time it's a bit different to someone who might just be going for a three month or a six month or a you know or a shorter term trip that's well,
0: so right ours is be
2: comfortable well it's um, your home at the, same, mm. at the same time as well um I, I had this i had this thing that i felt like i had to go and buy every accessory for the car and the caravan under the sun mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you start traveling you quickly realize that you don't need i mean it's great oh. you can have everything but yeah. you can actually get out there and still enjoy a country without having the latest and greatest yeah. of everything yeah. Um, and in fact, I've now lightened our load considerably wow. um, with what we had before. we just had too much weight, too, yeah. many, too, much, too many things. Stuff. You know, just, um, yeah, I found like we didn't use a generator. Oh, no. We just didn't get used. Yeah. Um, we've, we've worked out how to you know, harness our power with solar and batteries oh. and... And but That's yeah, true. but yeah, you, you can you can. A lot of people go, I can't go because I can't get the ultimate setup. You don't need the ultimate setup. You can just you can just. It's amazing how simple you learn to live when you're away, and you, and you enjoy living like that. It's, it's
0: yeah. amazing. Well, it's fantastic. Okay. Thanks so much for talking to us today. I hate to wrap it up, but look, we okay. might get you guys back on another time and say in
3: a few months' time to see where you are. Sure. Absolutely,
0: Absolutely. Love yeah.
1: to. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you so
3: much, and we say get out there. Go and see our beautiful country.
1: Excellent.
3: And
0: enjoy your journey, and otherwise, uh, travel safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. you. Bye-bye.